What's going on, guys? Welcome to another episode of Tasty Tuesday on Tasty Loot Gaming, the show where we talk about gaming news. My name's Seth. I'm Chevy. And a quick reminder to play Call of Duty Modern Warfare and The Witness both offer for free on PlayStation Plus. Make sure to download those, play those, and come back at the end of the month for Plus Club. Let us know your opinions on those games. We'll let you know ours. And our game of the month uh, picked by me is Warhammer 40K Inquisitor Martyr, which is a top-down ARPG Diablo-style game. Play that, come back at the end of the month for Game of the Month, and we will discuss that as well. Also, we have a Discord link down below. Talk to us anytime, all the time, and we're on iTunes, Spotify, and other podcast platforms if you prefer to listen to us. And if you're listening to us and you want to check us out on YouTube, check us out at Tasty Loot Gaming. Um, yeah, so uh, we have two bits of news to talk about, but before we get into that, I want to say real quick, shout out to Apex Legends. I know a lot of you guys are playing that game, enjoying it. Some of you haven't touched it yet. Maybe you should check it out. It's free to play. But I just wanted to give them a shout out because in a month, they have reached a crazy milestone of 50 million uh, registered accounts, uh, players, and uh, a bunch of accolades. They're they're uh, saying uh, that our uh, 158 million finishers have been done. Um there has been 170 million respawns. Uh, let's see, uh, 1.3 billion ultimates have been activated, um, and 31 billion pings have been used. Uh, so those are some crazy numbers. 50 million players in one month is insane. Uh, what do we think of that, real quick? I mean, it's huge and great success for them. So, uh, other than that, it, I mean, the numbers kind of passed what i can even imagine expectations so. yeah well i didn't really have expectations for it to begin with because i'm kind of out of the loop when it comes to <clears throat> battle royal games i know you know like Fortnite has huge numbers too i don't know the, the exact numbers so i don't even know the comparison i don't know if they're there right now but i know they had like 75 million or some shit yeah so huge crazy numbers yeah. obviously i mean most games don't even hit a fraction of that so yeah um it's great it's just amazing that they hit 50 million in one month. That's, that's, I mean, I thought 25 million was insane uh, within the first week. So, um, you think it's going to keep trucking along, or do you think we're kind of getting around peak hype, or do you think it's going to keep? Building? I'm sure it'll still go up for a few months. Yeah. Um, I don't imagine it just like hitting a peak in four weeks and going away. Most games usually have a uh, more gradual hill yeah i'd say about three months is a good area but with like online games it's different because people it's all about the community and how mm -hmm. it's being supported if they came out with a huge update in like two weeks you'd probably see another big spike yeah it'd spike again so yeah i mean sure. you're seeing that not obviously these numbers but like final fantasy 14 for example you know they announced an expansion and they ran a campaign through uh twitch for new players to join and the numbers have gone up so yeah that's cool. Um, I know they are adding um, a season soon, which will give you stuff to unlock for playing, uh, which will be really exciting. Uh, I haven't played it in a little bit. That will definitely pull me in. I'm not even going to say back in because I, I'm willing to play at any point. Um, I've just been playing other things right now. But, uh, but yeah, they got they got big plans for the future. And um, I also think it's really funny, too, that it's been floating around in articles, but apparently the map, the exact map of this game uh, leaked a year ago on Reddit. Some guy on Reddit put it out, and people looked at it and went, "I hope this isn't true." Fucking, I'd hate Titanfall to have a battle royal mode. And like, I guess it had like minimal comments. Almost no one commented on it. it just got buried. It's kind of reminiscent of the, the Monster Hunter leaks, like showing up 
before the game came out and just floating around on it was yeah. like 4chan and stuff like that so mm-hmm. people are saying though they think it was intentional because they didn't want to advertise the game but they wanted to let people know yeah so they think somebody let the guy leak it but it didn't do anything i mean hard to say leaks are so common in the industry so yeah but apparently it didn't matter because the game's fucking hugely successful um i really enjoy the game and uh you know i wish it more success but uh but only as much success uh, that will allow it to maintain its dignity and not, you know, turn to something really shitty because that happens too with a huge success. So, oh yeah, for sure. Anything else you want to say on that before we move into our first topic? Nope. All right. Uh, let's know in the comments. What do you think about Apex Legends and what do you think about the milestone of 50 million people in one month? Are you playing the game? Are you not playing the game? Are you still sick about Royal Games? Uh, did this one turn you around? Are you now like kind of into it? Let me know everything you're thinking about when it comes to Apex Legends. All right. First bit of news. All right. So if you're playing Anthem on PlayStation 4, uh, this news will affect you more than others. But uh, in case obviously others are interested as well, uh, there is currently um, enough people that is being talked about having uh, a crash or game error with Anthem. And there are a variety of different things happening here. Uh, so I'm going to kind of try to go through them as quick as I can. Uh, a lot of it is essentially the game just crashing. I'm sure you've seen a game crash before. You get the blue screen in the comment. Never. Uh, or you can also send a video or a screenshot or whatever. Some people are just getting straight to dashboards. Uh, some people are experiencing actual uh, system going into rest mode. Not just shutting off, but going into rest mode for some reason. And then in some of those cases, they can't use a controller to turn the system back on. They have to actually go up to the system and manually press the button to get it to turn back on. Which, to be fair, I've dealt with that. I have not not well. consistently from a game, but I've dealt with it before, and it's annoying. Mm-hmm. For sure. Um, and then uh, in two cases that this article mentions, one with detail, one with no detail, uh, some PlayStation 4s were bricked. In one case, it was a limited edition Call of Duty World War II version of the console, and the other one was unmentioned. Um, the other thing, though, they do mention a lot of new games are doing this. The system is running a lot hotter and louder. Uh, they also said, though, like Spider-Man and Assassin's Creed Odyssey are doing the same thing. So that could also just be a sign of games pushing the system to its limits. Um, the last two things I want to add to this is there are people attempting to get refunds for the game. Some people have been successful. Some have not. And EA has tweeted now that they are aware of a crashing issue. And if, uh, you have crash data reports to submit to them to them. So all of that, what do we think? Um, first off, I want to kind of preface everything I have to say on this is I've actually been kind of trying to avoid most Anthem news because I think a lot of it's super negative. And regardless of my opinion on it and other people's opinions on it, I don't want to use my limited uh, reach of this channel to help push negative views on a game when it's still in its early phases and could potentially get better. I know people who are enjoying the game. I played it. I thought it was okay. I know a lot of people. That's pretty much where most people are at. So I don't. We're not covering this to go. Oh, Anthem fucked up. That being said, I do think it's very unfortunate that with a lot of the negative um, attention this game had gotten after its beta and uh, its release, 
And again, I know I know people who are really enjoying this game. So this isn't talking for everybody. In fact, I only speak for myself and what I what I read. But um, it sucks that this game's not Fallout seventy six. It's not necessarily fucking anyone over. It's just not exactly what people wanted. So I I it sucks that something like this is happening consistently with this game because this is only going to hurt the game more. It's going to give people another reason to not want to pick it up or get the refund early on. There's other games that have had crashes, crashing problems, and yes, that is a big problem. If you can't play your game and you paid for it, I completely understand. Refund it if you feel like you want to. But I feel like that decision is a lot faster with a game like Anthem because some people playing it might already feel like they're kind of still on the fence, like, should I have bought this? Should I keep playing this? And then the game starts crashing it's going to be really easy to make that decision. So overall, it just kind of exacerbates uh, the the whole situation with Anthem. Um, it sucks that people are experiencing crashes. If it's not too consistent, you know, I don't, I wouldn't see it as a problem that you couldn't wait out to get fixed. Might be giving it too much leeway, but because, you know, that is a big problem. Um, as for the bricking issue, that's really interesting because a couple articles I read made it sound like it's a lot more widespread. And then other ones are saying like it happened to one dude. And then like you said, it happened to a couple people. And uh, I don't know what the specifics on that Call of Duty World War II PS4 has to do with much aside from, you know, if you have a problem with your computer, you start checking every piece to see what the fuck's wrong with it. Right. So I, I kind of get in that point but i think the bigger thing here especially when they're talking about other games making the consoles run hot is we're we're in a weird time right now in gaming where we have two consoles playing the same games and so in that process of making a game that can run at higher graphics on one console and has to run at lower graphics on another console are they being optimized correctly to the point where the lower end consoles are running it decently or not overworking themselves to essentially play a game that's more so meant for the pro, you know, that could definitely be a thing. Um, especially if they're running hotter, that means they're, they're processing more, they're computing more. Um, there's a lot more going on. You play any game on higher graphics, your computer's probably going to make more noise than if you played on the lowest graphics. Um, so I think that is probably a huge factor here. Uh, it just sucks that the more definite results are happening with Anthem because again, it's going to, it's going to, it's going to hurt the brand more. And I don't know if that game needs to be hit any harder. But again, you know, um, people people's opinions are their opinions on that game. And uh, this just makes things worse. Uh, they are aware of it, EA. And um, not defending them, fuck EA. But uh, hopefully they can get Bioware on it and fixing those crashing issues as soon as possible. If there is a problem specific to Anthem that can brick consoles, that needs to be fixed asap and if it can't be fixed then it needs to be recalled um and refunded because if you are at risk of destroying your console for a game that's a huge issue it, that's gigantic so hopefully they can resolve this um also i know sony's notorious for being really hard to get refunds from mm -hmm. um i've read a million places that say like the first time they refund you it's a lot easier but after that they don't want to do it ever again it's kind of like a uh, sign of goodwill but even then i've heard people have issues with it so some of these people are saying like it took them like five minutes to get a refund other people are saying like they will not do it so and i've also read on reddit for two people saying like it depends on who you're talking to as well 
uh, you know, the person on the phone, like if they're an asshole or not. Yeah. So, I mean, if you have like Mr. Like go getter, I'm going to get up in this company and he's like, I'm not giving you a fucking refund. Are you serious? Like, you know, saving the company money where somebody who's, you know, might be more decent might go like, yeah, I, I get it. So, um, you know, hopefully anybody who's trying to get the refund can get it because I think it's only fair. If you bought a game, I mean, steam is, is perfect in the sense that you can refund a game for any reason, even if you don't enjoy it, which I think is great. Um, but one of the main things you can say is the game doesn't run well on my computer or it's not what I expected or there's something wrong with it and they'll refund your money. So I really think everybody should do that. Um, it makes me really trust putting money into steam because I know I'm not going to get fucked over. Right. So, um, you know, that's just kind of a, not even a hit towards Anthem, but Sony and the way they do refunds. I think they should have a better system. I actually think PSN should have a lot of features added to it, like gifting and shit. So it's kind of a little behind. That's, that's a hot take for Sony and me. That's, that's a new one. Yeah. The gifting one just seems like such a no brainer. It's a yeah. way to make more money. I would have, I've, would have already bought in people games so many times now if gifting was available on, right. on there. It's, that's just money they're not getting. Anyway, I digress. Uh, where are you at on this? I mean, really, at the end of the day, it's, it's an unfortunate situation and bad timing for Bioware because they already have uh, negativity attached to the game um, through whether their own actions or association with the publisher of the game. And uh, the last thing they need is this happening. Uh, though as much as um, I think it sucks, I also am not like hugely surprised because software and hardware don't always get along. Um, and obviously at the end of the day, this comes down by a case by case basis. Like how badly do you need to play this game right now? How badly do you need the money? Uh, you know, how much do you have to spend on games? Yada, yada, yada. So like if you're in the case, uh, case of you, you can only buy like a game every once in a while and this is the game you picked and you can't play it or like it messed up your system. Like I completely get it. That sucks. And I really hope that, 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 uh, EA or Sony can like do something to help you because it, it really should be, uh, fixed for you. Uh, I think in a lot of cases, like if you, when you have like meet the me and use where we have other things we can play, put the game down, play something else till they patch mm -hmm. it. Well, I mean, I'm doing, I did that with Metro and I think they patched it recently and I yeah. played it and it seems like it's running fine. And that, and that's kind of it. Like sometimes, you know, they, they do closed beta testing on this stuff. And in this case, you know, they did an open beta test well, or they, they a called demo. It a, they called it a demo and it really should have been a beta. Yeah. Um, and some, you know, they only have so many people playing at that point versus like when a game releases and the advertising is out there going like, you could buy the game. All of a sudden the floodgates are open. So um, it's just kind of nature of the business and it, it sucks for everybody, but hopefully uh, resolution is there uh, and in an easy way, preferably obviously for the consumers. So, yeah. Um, one thing I want to add to this as well, just because I, I am trying to be nice towards Anthem just because I, th I feel like it is getting a lot of really negative feedback, but some of it I think is deserved for sure. And some of it is just like, I'm not into it. So it's, I can't hold it against the game. It's not into certain aspects, but we do know that Anthem was in development hell for a long time. Mm -hmm. And that was one of the early reasons why I was worried about Anthem. Um, and I do think it reflects the end product in some ways. Um, but this also kind of takes me back to when we we're hearing about how they were having issues making that game. So, um, like I said, this could happen to anybody, but it's not, it's not really happening to everybody. So, um, you know, 
it, it, it just sucks. But at the same time, it, this isn't as big as a train wreck as like Fallout 76. That's a fucking, that's a circus. It's a shit show. Yeah. But, uh, but, um, you know, it seems like when it rains, it fucking pours when it comes to this kind of shit because Anthem's having issues and now they're having more issues. Fallout 76 had issues, had more issues. Battlefield 5 fuck them but you know their whole their whole like releasing one fourth of a fucking game um and uh and releasing a battle royal mode like three months out only added more problems to it so um yeah hopefully hopefully we can we can kind of get past a point where where these developers are and they're all ea games pretty much but uh we can get um more finalized and finished games um that that and obviously that's wishful thinking a lot of games come out nowadays that aren't complete but ea seems to be very adamant about um being all about games as a service and shit and then they release games that aren't even complete and then they have problems and stuff even though obviously i'm talking about Bethesda. i i'm i'm like on the verge of a rant i'm not going to get into it so but uh but yeah overall um if you're playing anthem hopefully you're not experiencing this uh it seems to be only happening on ps4 and uh if you do uh experience it and you're trying to get that refund i hope you get it because um there's no excuse for this so anything else you want to say on it no let us know in the comments what do you think about anthem in general what do you think about the crashing and the potential bricking of consoles uh due to anthem um do you think it is a problem with the game itself or do you think it is a problem with um, how games are being developed and being pushed too hard on the consoles. Um, do you think there's something else to it? Uh, enlighten me. Let me know everything you think about when it comes to Anthem. And do you think this will overall hurt this game? Uh, yeah. Second bit of news. Uh, <clears throat> there's there's a couple. There's no real like article on this. There's just a lot of random information. So I'm going to kind of free ball this and then fucking we'll go into the details so um dungeon defenders uh is getting a new um kickstarted game called dungeon defenders awakened which is supposed to be um a, like a, a reimagining of the original dungeon defenders um before i get into more details on that uh it's important to uh say that Dungeon Defenders has been developed by Trendy Entertainment. Uh, the last two games, they made Dungeon Defenders, which was a uh, pay-for game that you got the content, and then they released DLCs. Dungeon Defenders 2 came out, which was a free-to-play game that you could buy uh, in-game currency and I think packs to get like costumes or something like that. Um, since that time, the company uh, that made that called... Uh, trendy entertainment was a subsidiary subsidiary of a company called insight venture partners uh recently they've been able to essentially buy their company from them and now they are uh, ran by their employees and the lead director of the prior dungeon defenders is now uh the ceo of what they are now calling uh chromatic chromatic games Mm mm-hmm so yeah, so apparently they have shifted over to owning their own company and kind of going, they, they want to go back to basics. That's why this game is kind of a reimagining. Um, another reason they said uh, that they are kickstarting the game um, is um, essentially because they want to be able to make a game and release it, not make a free-to-play game, not ru- go by somebody else's rules. They want to make a complete product 
the way they used to do it. So it kind of alludes that they might have had outside influence for Dungeon Defenders 2. Mm-hmm. If they're a subsidiary, it makes sense that somebody would have been like, you know what, you should make a free-to-play game. Fucking it actually makes a lot of sense. It makes a lot of sense, yeah. So I know I'm kind of explaining a lot, but I think there's a lot more to this story than just that they're making a new game. Because when I was reading this, I was like, why would they abandon Dungeon Defenders 2 and make a reimagining? So what is Dungeon Defenders Awakening? Um, I am going to read off here. So Dungeon Defenders Awakened, uh, not Awakening, Awakened, uh, is a complete reimagining of the eight-year-old indie sensation that combined third-person combat, action RPG mechanics, and tower defense strategy to create charming, addictive uh, blueprint for success. Uh, that's where we put that. Uh, made with Unreal Engine 4, Dungeon Defenders Awakened returns players to the world of Etheria, hot on the trail of evil harbinger, of the evil harbinger. Defend the castle against the invading hordes as you revisit familiar locations with terrible new enemies and shocking surprises. Awakened features uh, gorgeous graphics, polished controls, clean menus, and refined core Dungeon Defenders gameplay experience. Um, yeah. So they are reimagining Dungeon Defenders. Uh, this will be on PC and um, Switch, which is very interesting. It will be four-player co-op. It will have four-player split screen, which is something that I remember from the first game. Um, and yeah, it says uh, Nintendo Switch not only released on PC, but also Nintendo Joy-Cons, motion controls, uh, possible portability, huzzah, uh, new story travel back in time as our young apprentice, Squire Huntress, and uh, Monk thwart the old one's latest scheme. Um, improved attack, slashing, slamming, and shooting animations that pack a punch. Buttery smooth movements, slide and glide with great finesse as you defeat the hordes uh, you doth protest. Uh, we rhyme gen now. Rhyme gen? We rhyme gen now? Beautiful user interface, be in awe at uh, of all the menus. Uh, visual fidelity, uh, I think Dungeon Defenders 2, but on steroids, so obviously it's going to look a lot better. Stat improvements, understand how gear affects your gameplay with greater clarity, which I thought the last ones did just fine on that. Vastly better inventory, gamepad actually being great, a more responsive and modernized control scheme that also takes full advantage of the Nintendo Switch. Um, access inventory anywhere, the power of the forge is in your pocket. Um, tactical map overhaul, um, so more informed, um, Twitch integration, better chat functionality, tons of quality of life, and much, much more. So you can uh, back this on Kickstarter. I'm not going to go too far into that because I'm not trying to be an advertisement for them. But to put all that information into a nice little fucking present, um, they switched hands and now they have created their own company and they are reimagining the original Dungeon Defenders uh, with better better graphics, better systems. What do we think about them turning into a new company and owning themselves um, and creating uh, something that I feel like most of the fans of Dungeon Defenders wanted with the second game and kind of returning to what made Dungeon Defenders great in the first place? Do we think there's hope for the series? Because Dungeon Defenders 2 did not... I mean, I'm sure it made money, but it's it doesn't have the same fanfare as like the original one did. It was like an indie darling when it came out. Everybody's like, this game's great. We were big fans of it. Mm. Do we think there's a future for the brand? Do you think they can save it? Do you think the Kickstarter will be, um, will work out for them? Um, and do you have interest in playing this game? Uh, so first off, when a company is able to purchase themselves, I think um, it shows 
a great deal of, of care for what they're doing. Um, whether or it not shows commitment for sure. Yeah. Whatever, regardless if necessarily they're going to be good at it or not is a different story, but it does show a good mental place. Um, I think when it comes to, uh, wanting to do something for yourself and having full control, um, I think there's something to be said there about that. Uh, we saw it with EOAD interactive as an example. So, mm -hmm. um, so that's cool. I hope it works for him, especially after kind of hearing the details of why the company name changed. Um, Dungeons Defenders 2 all of a sudden makes a lot of sense. Yeah, no, that's that's why when I originally read this, I'm like, there's got to be more info. Why are they switching hands? Why are they changing their name? Why did they make a free-to-play game when they made an awesome game before that? Because that was always a weird thing. I would have rather, with a game like that, I would have rather bought the game, get all the content, than do the free-to-play thing. Well, he also remade the first game as a online only version yeah. too. Yeah, so. yeah, so all those decisions for me, I was like, man, they got greedy. They want to make more money. They want to try and you know get money out of people who weren't buying the game. Mm -hmm. But if there was a company that was owning them, they're, they're definitely helping make those decisions as well. And them leaving that and owning themselves and now completely abandoning that, because everybody always wants to blame the fucking you know, the the big daddy of whoever the fuck's running shit. They want to say, they're the evil ones. The guy keeping the lights on. <clears throat> yeah, and that that's always kind of a case-by-case -case basis, but this really tells me that they were responsible for the free-to-play stuff. Because if these guys are bailing on that completely, it shows that, you know, they were the guys with the idea. Right. And somebody else is like, we need to find a way to make more money. Right, right. So, and um, I don't know. I uh, I really hope that that is the case with them is that they really do like care about the game they made and they want to just kind of really make the version of it that they can with today's technology. Because I know part of the reason they're kind of rebooting this as well is, um, you know, they, they, they kind of said, you know, you could play the first Dungeon Defender still, but t uh, gaming technology has advanced so much in eight years, they want to just kind of redo it at this it's point. crazy it came out that long ago. Yeah. Um, I could still play Dungeon Defenders today. Well, if this turns out being good, you might not have to. Yeah. Um, now, I do want to say, obviously, I have my concerns because uh, they may not have the uh, financial ability to make the game they want to make, which is obviously has to do with them uh, doing the crowdfunding thing. Yeah. Um, and they do have some stretch goals, um, which has shown me as well that Switch and uh, Switch development and then PS4 and Xbox development cost much different things because one of the stretch goals is PS4 and Xbox want. So, That's very interesting. Yeah. Um, though I do think it's exciting they are getting uh, it put on console, and I think uh, having a game like that portable, especially with split screen, I would is, I would is really good. Switch. Yeah. Um, as far as like, is it too late? I don't think it's ever too late. I think if you make a good game, it'll speak for itself. Hundred um, percent. So I hear people say that all the time though. They're like, oh, you can't. Why are we still making these games? Like, I well, okay, would you here, here's a good example, and it would be a fucking hill to climb. But you could make a new Duke Nukem and make a good game. You can make any fucking game good. The name's tainted, yep. and you have to convince people now. But you could still re reinvent that. But if you make a game so fucking good, you don't have to convince anybody. Hundred percent. So, um, yeah, I, I think at any point you say it can't be done, you're uh, closing out the possibilities. And, uh, I, and as nicely as I can. Um, being have, ignorant. have no imagination being ignorant <laughs> yeah being ignorant so uh as far as like excitement if if they you know 
want to remake the first game and kind of do what what seems like an X-Men reboot of the series. Um, yeah, no, that's cool. I'm down with that. I, I would love to play a, a newer version of the first game. Um, part of their advertising is more maps, more enemies, familiar locations as well, and then improved like physics and stuff like that. Improved combat. One of the uh, gifts that we're playing while he was reading that was a bolt going through a couple goblins, and they hit the wall, and they, you know, uh, physics took over. It looked mm. pretty cool. So um, I also think this is the kind of game that, that works really well for uh, most people we know, to be honest, just because I actually recognize this map as the first level. It offers strategy. It offers co-op. It offers progression. Um, so, yeah, am I interested? If, yeah, it, I'm actually kind of tempted to back the, the, the crowdfunding on it. So, yeah. Um, Sorry. No, uh, that's yeah, okay. good. Uh, hopping in. Um, like I said before, I, I actually really like the original Dungeon Defenders. That's why Dungeon Defenders 2 was kind of a disappointment to me. Um, I really like the first game. Like I said, I could still play it. So if they are, you know, some could maybe argue that it's kind of um, cheap of them to remake the original. But if it's a reimagining, you know, um, and just building upon that. Um but you know, on a completely new engine and stuff like that, it doesn't it doesn't bother me. Um, they got to start from somewhere again if they're going to start as a new company. So I think there's uh, some um, some room, wiggle room there to to you know let them do that. Uh, like I said, I like the original. So if they remade that with better graphics, better systems, better combat, all that kind of shit, more maps, all stuff like that, I'm excited for it. Um, I'm apprehensive in the sense that. They are trading hands and and uh, they are being managed by uh, somebody who has been working at the company the whole time and kind of leading things anyway. But will he be a good CEO? I don't know. Um, I don't know what the dynamic of their company is at this point. So anytime you do that, um, you never know what you're going to get. They may have a lot of good things to say, but maybe they can't back it. I'm looking at GIF right now, though, and the game looks like it. it It'll play like the original ones, only better graphics. So um, overall, I am absolutely very interested. Um, and I am I am excited, but I don't want to get too excited uh, just because I, I want to see more on it. It seems like it's too early mm-hmm. to really know um, you know, where I'm at on that. But, uh, but the prospect of a new Dungeon Defenders that you can buy and get all the content and play it like the last one, I mean, that's what I wanted out of two. So... Um, it's, it's better to me than if they just kept adding stuff. Like, Dungeons Defenders 2 has been out of my fucking mind. I don't even think about the game. Same time they're adding some new shit to it, I was just like, yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm not into it. So uh, that this is happening is 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 a good thing for me. Um, I just hope they're able to do it. I hope they're able to get the backing they need to make a legit game because, like you kind of alluded to earlier, if they don't make enough money to make this game, it's going to hit the development. So, um, you know, it, they could have the best intentions in the, in the world, and not get the backing to make it so or you know cheapen the the development of the game which would be you know really shitty to watch um but overall i i am excited for it i love the prospect that they are already planning pc and switch and this is a game that i think would lends itself to every console 100 i hope they can get it on ps4 and xbox as well and uh yeah overall i, I hope they can make a complete game that uh that meets the standard of the last game, the first game, and uh, and beyond. So if they can do that, I will be um, all about it. Anything else you want to say on that? Nope. <sighs> let us know in the comments, what do you think about Dungeon Defenders Awakened? Is there information on this that we don't know that you should let us know if you know it? 
Are you excited for it? Are you not excited for it? Did you play any of the prior games? What did you think of them? Did you play two? Did you play the first one? Which one do you prefer? Um, do you think this is a series that should just die over it? Um, or you haven't played it and you're curious about it. Uh, would you back a game like this? Have you ever backed a Kickstarter game and how'd that go for you? I know that's kind of hit or miss. Um, and uh, yeah, let's know everything you're thinking about when it comes to Dungeon Defenders Awakened. Dungeon Defenders as a uh, game series and kickstarting games in general. But that's going to do it for this episode of Tasty Tuesday on Tasty Loot Gaming. So always thank you for watching. Make sure to like and subscribe if you enjoy this episode. Make sure to check out our other episodes. Check us out on Tumblr, Twitter, and Facebook at Tasty Loot Gaming. Check out my streams on Twitch uh, at Tasty Senpai, all one word. And hit the notification button to know when I go live. If you want to watch my streams on this channel, you can do that as well. Because when I stream, I dual stream. So you can watch wherever the hell you want to watch it. Um, we have a Discord link down below. Talk to us anytime, all the time. And we are on iTunes, Spotify, and other podcast platforms if you'd prefer to listen to us. And uh, yeah, my name's Seth. I'm Chevy. Until the next episode, my throat is drying the fuck out. I'm having a problem fucking talking right now. <coughs> Till the next episode, have a good week, guys, and take it easy.